Last week, it was all about Ignite. This week, Xbox takes the cake. Happy Friday, friends. It's uh, it's always good when it's a Friday. It was a it was a busy week, but a uh, good week. A lot of there was definitely some Windows news, which we'll talk about here in a second. But Xbox dropped a bunch of stuff this week. You've also got what's going on on over the UK, and there's just there's just a lot going on. So let's just dive in. Hopefully, you had a wonderful week. I did too. Here we go. Microsoft is bringing. <laughs> I keep wanting to say bringing back uh, taskbar changes to the beta channel, but they're bringing the quote unquote update to the right click content text menu which is when you right click on the taskbar and you can go to task manager which is, is a mind-blowing feature that's been in windows for like ever almost and they're bringing it to the beta channel now in windows 11 so if you're missing that you can do that or you get the product that i sell which is or work on i should say start 11 either way uh that is now in the beta channel so look for that to be rolling out here i would imagine soon which again kind of goes against Microsoft's idea of like we're shipping updates per, one per year, but either way, we'll just ship it whenever it's ready. Uh, also, speaking of shipping it whenever it's ready, Windows 11 22H2 optional one update, or what we were referring to as moment update, appears to now be available for most people. I say most people because there's still like a small group that somehow is not getting this, but either way, this brings tabs to the file explorer. It's that update that we were kind of expecting last month that Microsoft punted it to this month. So, either way, you can now get your tab on in your file explorer. Explore. Also, uh, speaking of things we don't know what's going on, Microsoft released Windows 10 22H2 this week, and they won't tell us what's in it, which is really odd and not cool uh, for multiple reasons. One, let, let's just take a, a step back, zoom out, if you will. Microsoft is probably thinking like, look, we don't want to generate any hype or noise for Windows 10. Windows 10 is yesterday's OS. Windows 11 is what we want to get all the attention, so that's what we're going to talk about. It. We're not going to tell you, you know, like really detail what's in Windows 10 22H2 which on one hand I get, but then if there's actual changes, like people need to know about this, especially if things break or trying to triage any updates. Uh, so either way, it's rolling out and good luck figuring out what's in it. We don't really know. Microsoft won't tell you. Hopefully a servicing doc will show up somewhere and say like, this is what's actually in it. We're not expecting any major features or changes by that by any means, but still, like if there's subsystem updates or other things going on, it would be nice to know. Like it's just odd for Microsoft to push out an update. Be like, nope, we're not going to tell you what's there. Uh, which is just kind of weird. Uh, also this week, it was announced that Microsoft had some layoffs, less than 1,000. Now they do have more than 200,000 employees, so it's a very small fractional percentage, and I totally get a company that size has to reprioritize, realign, just do things as a business does, as normal operations. The only feedback or commentary is, it just still feels a little bit odd that Microsoft is doing this while they're trying to spend $70 billion on Activision. It's like, no, we're going to cut some people and layoffs, uh, but we're going to go over here and spend $70 billion. And don't get me wrong, once they do, assuming they do close the Activision acquisition, there will be layoffs even more because they'll probably be cleaning house uh, over at the Activision side. And there's just natural efficiencies like accounting and finance. You don't need multiple chiefs of staff on the, or multiple chiefs in the finance committee when you have them in Microsoft. And so like their finance will still remain, but like the typically management kind of gets uh, sent on their, on their merry way, if you will. So, and also big news this week, Intel released their 13th gen chipset. So this is like the 1300Ks and all that stuff. And honestly, they look pretty darn good. And actually the performance benchmarks look pretty 
darn good too. Like we're actually seeing sizable performance gains year over year. And I honestly think we can just thank AMD for that, for being really now competitive again in this space. And so technically at this point in time, Intel has taken the performance crown back from AMD, but AMD typically announces a 3D cache that's like their X3D or XD chip variant. I can't remember their specific naming skew in January, which is what took the performance crown last year, if I remember correctly. And so we're expecting that to happen sometime around that January. And that's that's typically AMD's top dog for performance. And so now that they have Intel's benchmarks, they can probably go to town trying to figure out how they're going to best that with their upcoming uh, top tier chip. Either way, it looks like these chips are pretty good. I think they're going to be better than the 12th gen just because they've had, you got to remember the 12th gen was their first of their performance and efficiency cores. And so now they've at least had a generation to really kind of optimize and, and get the driver support there. And they will continue to see beneficial gains from that. They're also very power hungry. They're also very hot. So be prepared for efficient cooling and really high end coolers if you're going to be running these things at the top of their performance because they run up to five gigahertz and that's a lot, a lot of performance, but also a lot of heat. So a lot of heat. So on to the gaming news of the week. So Microsoft, or I should say Xbox, I'm mean Microsoft, Xbox, whatever, announced a bunch of stuff. And first thing up on the agenda is the October update is now rolling out. So this has a bunch of features, including an update. So now you can actually change your TV volume through your Xbox, which is good. This is what the CEC functionality does if you're using the right type of cabling and all of that. So now you can push information both ways. And so now you can control your TV volume from within the Xbox, which is great. Uh, you can also now select or change your home Xbox. If you don't know what that is, don't worry about it. If you do know what that is, that's a very big deal. And so it allows you to change your home box much, 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 much easier. There are also no changes to, there are also changes to the power modes, display information. So now it's easy to understand when you select a specific power mode, either off or standby, what it's actually doing and what is still capable of the controller or of the console. Xbox pass keys and guest keys are now Xbox pins. So that's a little bit of just verbiage and rebranding and also be prepared to update your controller, my friends, because there is a new firmware rolling out. Microsoft is saying for most people, it's bug fixes only. I believe if you have some flight sticks, there might be some updates. Uh, related to that but for, the, but for the controller itself it's really just a bug fix update uh the xbox app is now much easier to trim and clip your game saves if you will your 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 montages or whatever you want to call them your clips that you clip from in game now much easier um microsoft is also actually in the alpha channel i believe making updates to the dvr editor on xbox as well they heard the feedback that it was terrible and so now we're finally able to i haven't used the new one yet but we will see it sounds like it's going to be much 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 easier to edit your clips uh, either on your phone or on the console now also this week in the uk there besides the, the head of lettuce blowing up my twitter feed last week or last week uh, yesterday there's been a lot of the uh, the uk stuff with the cma and the xbox and the activision microsoft fired back but, but what i really want to focus in on and maybe i'll do something like a longer video or something on this is microsoft really said like they laid out what their actual game plan is and, and this is unusual for Microsoft. We would never have known this without a, a proper court document. Microsoft's true vision right now 
is to build their own app store on mobile. Now, this is a massive deal for Microsoft because obviously they don't have a mobile platform. They're not going to be able to build an app store. That iOS already has that done. They're not going to be able to build an app store on Android. Android already has that one. Your Google does with Google Play. Those 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 markets are done. Like, good, you can spin up small little things and maybe one day regulatory bodies will let us. But for the, for the most part, that's not going to be happening anytime soon. But Microsoft sees an opening. They see an opening in the games market. They're saying like, look, yes, there's games there and there's games here, but nobody's doing these high-end games. There's nobody's doing this game streaming. And so we can be that player. We can own that market. We can become that marketplace for games that you just open up the Xbox app, depending on what platform you're on. And we've all kind of hypothesized and believed that this was where they were headed or wanted to head. But Microsoft clearly laid it out that this is their future for how they think they can win in the gaming section. And they can do that by opening their own app store on these platforms, which should ring a bell in the EU, who is very, very tight on Apple and Google right now. Like you guys lock down the Play stores or your app stores and Microsoft's over here going like waving there and going like, we're trying to build a game store, please help us out. And so that's where the Activision uh, content comes in. Really, really interesting stuff. Also happening in the world of games this week, the Xbox Design Lab now supports an Elite controller. So if, if you were familiar with the Core Series 2, you know the white shell. You can now make it any color you want. You can do the, the Xbox Design Lab stuff. Pretty much changing just about everything. But they can't. you can't do any color yet. There's no Bengals orange. There's like a McLaren orange. But there's no Bengals orange. And so a little bit disappointing on the orange. Come on, guys. Uh, but either way, you can you can go design, do your custom Design Lab thing. They look pretty good. I, I do think they look pretty good. Also coming to Game Pass in October, we've got a Plague Tale Requiem, Persona 5, and, and Persona 5 Royal coming to Game Pass. I flub that up. Uh, but there are more titles, but those are the big ones. Also, the other thing happening this week is Netflix announced that they are going to be looking into game streaming. And they're also going to be cracking down on passwords. But game streaming is very much in Netflix's agenda, like their purview. They're looking ahead, saying like, look, this is the next great place for Netflix to head. And so it looks like while Stadia is quietly bowing out, uh, it looks like Netflix is going to be coming here in the near future. So interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. On to the questions of the week. Always my favorite part. Always my favorite part. Anyways, there's a handful of questions in this week. Kicking it off. Metal Bear says, Earlier this week, you made a video about the rumor that Sony is intentionally delaying a showcase to ensure that they don't give MS ammo, Microsoft ammo, or for counter arguments against the ABK deal. But then this week, we also saw Silent Hill, a PS5 exclusive remake for Silent Hill 2. And there's also some other Silent Hill information. So the video that I made earlier in the week was a, there was a, a blow up of information about how Sony kids took their fall event to like, we're not going to do this because Microsoft will be able to use it in court. And so we're just going to delay it. Now this came from a single Twitter account and all the video really was, was me looking at that Twitter account and trying to honestly figure out if it was actually in faccurate. Faccurate. We, that is faccurate. That is what we're going to call factual and accurate is faccurate. I hate whatever factual and or accurate. And so I did some digging into it and the verdict kind of was, is like, eh, I don't really think that this is accurate. And then a few days later, we get silent Hill with a PS five exclusive. If Sony was truly trying to keep all that noise out of there, then they would have punted this as well. So I don't think it's actually true that Sony is intentionally trying to sabotage. Confused Geek says, when the Series X was announced, more than one Xbox official mentioned VR. What happened to that? Did they mention VR? If, hmm. I don't remember them specifically mentioning VR. I thought this said it was something they potentially look into. You gotta remember, at that time, Microsoft's VR solutions were mixed reality headsets. They already have that sort of content on the PC. 
Although, let's be honest, they haven't really put a lot of effort into it. I'm guessing they didn't see a ton of traction. Then there's also HoloLens on that side, and we all know what's kind of going on with HoloLens. It doesn't look like, I mean, it's working, but not working. Uh, so we've got that going on. And so I don't, I honestly do not remember. If they did, please, uh, somebody shoot me a link, because I would I would love to re refresh my memory on what they said. Migi says, recently we saw an image of what we thought could be Windows 12, but it's totally out of the question could... But is it totally out of the question that it could be a future update to Windows 11? You can't ever, never say never. But here's the thing. That is a pretty substantial visual change. And so that's going to require some more knowledge and educating of the market by Microsoft. To just drop that in as in a Windows 11 update doesn't feel like something Microsoft would do. Typically, they don't try to do that stuff. The other thing that was uh, interesting too is if you were able to look at get a higher resolution of that image, it would say it was Windows 11 NV. And NV stands for Next Valley, which we believe as an external observer, Next Valley meaning the next version of Windows. Microsoft internally already canceled Sun Valley 2, which was going to be the next update to Windows 11. So 22... Uh, H2, I think it was Sun Valley 1, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and then 22H3, whatever the next one up next year would be Sun Valley 2. Now, at this point, Sun Valley 2 is gone. They're just rolling them out, I think, as moment updates potentially. And what we're going to see is Envy, which is Next Valley, which is, we believe, Windows 12. It could be possible that they do it, but I suspect that they won't. And then he also asks, he says, do you think Microsoft will launch the rumored Xbox Store app for smartphones with mobile games? Do you think it's really difficult market? I do think it's a very difficult market for Microsoft to try to crack into. It, very, very difficult in the current environment. It's very difficult because of the way that it has to be implemented. You can't do downloadable games. You can't do downloadable apps because Apple doesn't allow it. I mean, you can kind of do it on Google, but again, it's not the same. They don't have this great native integration or native promotion that the native stores do. And so can they do it? They're hoping to, because you got to understand like Call of Duty Mobile is massive. Microsoft is trying to get a hold of some big IP in the mobile space to really sort of give some oomph, some hoopla, if you will, behind their efforts to get onto the mobile arena with the gaming environment. And that is why they need these big name titles, because nobody's going to open up the Xbox App Store to play just a single title. It's got to have a whole suite of content and they're getting there. But I, the ABK act, uh, acquisition would really push them over that edge uh kevin costa says greetings from brazil brad hope you are well hope you are well at stardock how does your team build start 11 do you modify existing files and use available apis to achieve what you want or do you create new functionality from scratch so uh caveat i work at i, I run the software team at stardock and we build start 11 which is a start menu what we call the industry's most advanced start menu uh so the question is how do we build it so we have a team of people who work on this and the way that it functions is to answer your question, but not answer it super well is both. Like if there are APIs available, yes, then we are absolutely going to tap into that. Some of the taskbar stuff that we do, we have to tap into APIs because we have to know where windows are and how many of them are open. But then there's other things where there's functionality already built in where we can just use some registry stuff. Uh, but a lot of it is what we built our own as perfect example. So in Start 11, we have a Windows, what we call Windows 11 style menu, a Windows 10 style menu, a Windows 7 style menu. We don't call them actual Windows 10 menus because they're not actually the Windows 10 menu. We re completely rebuilt that menu system in-house. So we can do, we can do whatever we want with inside of it. We can build our own custom menu if we wanted. If we wanted to build a start menu that looked like a palm tree, we absolutely could. Now there's other functionality um, sprinkled throughout, like some of the taskbar stuff, like you can put taskbar at the top of the display. That is actually a register 
registry key that is already built in. Uh, but there's other things that we built out, for example. So the ungrouping, a lot of that, it's like a mix and match uh, of how we did it. So there you go. Also, do you play or played any Stardock games? Yes, I used to play Ashes of Singularity a lot. Uh, a lot. Now, I definitely, ha I definitely see what everything everybody's working on at the company, and um, I play. I do play games. I do play games that we make. Uh, I just leave it at that. I'll just say, and when the time is right, we'll talk about it. Uh, but I do play games that we make. So there you go. Uh, like I said, a little bit shorter of an episode this week because Microsoft just dumped, poured out uh, of the bucket all of their night announcements in one week, and then they had the Surface thing, and then now this week we've got October, we've got uh, Xbox. What I'm paying attention to, what my brain is looking for, is like where are we headed with the sales and promotion? We're starting to see, we saw some Target promotions for the uh, Xbox Series S dropping about 50 bucks, and I believe we got an additional controller. That sale is now gone. I am very curious to see what sort of deals we're going to start to see because we are... We are like minutes away from the holiday shopping season getting started. Uh, to me, it typically is like mentally, I think, like November 1st. So uh, we'll be looking on lookout for that. So either way, my friends, as always, if you made it here, awesome. If you didn't, then you didn't and you didn't hear this. Anyways, either way, have yourselves a wonderful week. And we'll catch all of you right back here next time.